Hello everyone and welcome to the Midweek Horror Podcast. I'm Hannah Fox. And I'm Ellis Reed. And yeah, great. <laughs> Come on, we say next. So we, we can cut it out. Okay, yeah. This is the Midweek Horror Podcast with Hannah Fox and Ellis Reed. Hello everyone and welcome to the Midweek Horror Podcast. I'm Hannah Fox. And I'm Ellis Reed. And tonight we are going to be watching and discussing Hereditary. Now this was um, meant to be my choice. It, it was. I was struggling to think of one, so you chose again. I kind of jumped in and, uh, yeah, looked up the 20 best films on Netflix while I was supposed to be working, and that came out <laughs> as uh, being quite a good one. So we're going to go with that. Excellent. So what do we know about it? Not a lot. Um, it's something to do with um, someone's grandma, and I think they have to go and sort of sort out her house or something. Have you read? Have you read any more, Alice? Because I—that's so, that's where I stop, actually. So this time, Han, I'm going to be up front with you. Oh, uh, for once. I know the plot. Say <laughs> 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 what? Um, so I, I can't help you here because otherwise it'll be spoiler tastic. Mm. So I've not seen it. However, I have seen the Cinema Sins video Ooh. of everything wrong with it, <laughs> and I've listened to a podcast about it. Okay. So I, I'm pretty thoroughly spoiled on Hereditary. Can you give us just like really vague? Because that is, that's, that's all I've got. Some family going out to sort out grandma. So what I think we should do then mm. is watch the trailer. Because I can't remember how much is in the trailer and how much I know just because I've been spoiled. Fair enough. Okay. Let's do that. So yeah, we'll play a little jingle. To the trailer. So, what did you think of that? I thought... Mm. So, again, I know that this film, everyone's raving about how it's one of the best horror films of all time. Um, I didn't really see much in that trailer. Like, that that trailer, I see that trailer, that's the kind of film I w- want to see. But it, there was nothing in that trailer that I thought looked especially out of the ordinary for a supernatural horror film. I found the doll's house bit. So for people who haven't seen the trailer or the film yet, when you go into the trailer, you're basically going in through a doll's house and then you're kind of seeing the scene of the family. I, And then as they go through the trailer, you sort of saw her seeing the figures move around a little bit. That I found quite freaky. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know yeah. why. I just found that a bit eerie. And it's not like radically different, but I sort of thought, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what they're doing with that. Because I think the mum, um, who I think is played by Tony Collette... Where's this come from, Anne? <laughs> I don't know. I just got all professional this week. <laughs> <laughs> Get me. <laughs> oh, man, um, I didn't prepare anything. Well... Who's Tony Collette? So she was in Muriel's Wedding. I mean, she's been in loads of things over the years, but... Um, 
very famous actress. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so she, she, I think, is the mum in this and is obviously, her hobby is making this doll's house, I think, because it was very good. So I'm, I'm wondering how that's connected, but it was weird that the figure of the mum, it looked like it had sort of moved into the doorway and that looked a little bit. Eerie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know what you mean. The rest of it looked interesting and good, but just your typical horror movie fodder. Yeah, it could have been not quite an insidious film, but you know, it, it did feel a bit common or garden supernatural hijinks. Yes. Yeah. From the trailer. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm expecting a lot more based on reputation than I am based on the trailer. But you had your general things, didn't you? That So there was someone being set on fire, yeah. um, some animals being killed, uh, someone moving when they clearly didn't want to move, when the guy head put in the desk. desk. Yeah. 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 Creepy young child. That's always a classic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. The um, scene where just before he head puts the desk, the young chap looks at his reflection and sees it's just smiling at him. Um this is anything to do with a mirror? So I um, I wouldn't go as far as to say I've got a phobia, but mirrors are one of my triggers. Really? So in a horror film, if anyone goes in the bathroom and there's a mirror, a mirror mm. cabinet over the sink, I'm already covering my eyes and looking through my fingers. I do agree with you. When I was younger, if I went to sleep, I'd always have to not look at a mirror if I woke up in the night. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes from things like Candyman. Yeah, actually yeah. looking in the mirror and saying names and seeing someone behind you in a mirror in horror Yeah, films. yeah. And funnily enough, I'm a bit like that as an adult still. Yeah. Like, even if I wake up in the middle of the night and it's dark and I'm going to the bathroom, I don't like looking, I don't like looking in the mirror. Uh, I mean, apart from that, I'm very brave. <laughs> I, no, I, I totally get you. I, I think I, I'm a bit the same. I would probably go in, do what I have to do and go out. I wouldn't want to linger on the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it is one of those things that it'd be fine in the day, but at night, still a bit scary, even as an adult, yeah. So I, I think that was probably the bit of the trailer that resonated most with me as a horror film, simply because, like I say, that is one of my triggers. And I know it's a bit of a trope. I w- I'm not sure if Mirrors is a horror cliche. It probably is a cliche, but it's just one that works for me. Mm. Oh, and the was Tony Collette? Banging a head on the ceiling? I believe it was Tony Collette, yeah. <laughs> that Banging was, her head on the ceiling, what was that there? Um, it was towards the end, and, well, she was either banging her head on the ceiling or it was filmed upside down, just bang, 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 bang her head. Somehow I missed that. <laughs> there was a lot going on, to you, be fair. You, yeah, yeah. A hell was. of a lot going on. Let's have some predictions then. Yeah. So I'm going to go for four out of five. Yeah. There's a lot going, there was a lot going on in that trailer, a lot of potential. I'm not certain it'll deliver me a five, but we'll see. Yeah. I feel the same actually. So I feel because of the format of our podcast, I have to give it marks based on the trailer. And based on that trailer, it looks like a solid, scary supernatural film. Um, something I would enjoy, but yeah, four, four out of five. Cool. Well. Shall we watch it? Yeah, let's go to the jingle. Well, all done. 
What did you think, Han? I enjoyed it. Um, I think uh, I've got quite a lot to say post this section. Yeah. So when we get into the spoilers, I think yeah. I'll have more to say. Um, but generally, yeah, enjoyed it. I thought a uh, very strong cast, um, especially Tony Collette. Our favourite. Yeah, she was superb. She was superb. Yeah, she was superb. absolutely brilliant. Um, I mean, to be fair, all the cast were, but she really, she really shone. I think she made it, actually. Did she get any kind of... I sort of feel like she should have got an Oscar nomination for that. Not that I've heard, but... Yeah, you know, we can we can Google. I don't hang out in Hollywood quite as much as I used to. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, she was amazing. Mm. I thought there were there were there was great acting in general. So who was the son, Peter? Peter. I thought he did some really good acting, but he couldn't quite nail the crying acting. Bit over the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went from absolutely nothing to sounding like he was about five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but apart from that, acting uniformly strong with Tony Collette. Definitely. Being man of the match. Good, uh, good plot. I, I think they did some really good bits where they kind of, um, lengthened some of the scenes out. So you're kind of like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, sometimes I felt that was done a little bit too much, but I still think some of those were excellent. So I'd let that slide. Yeah, they were. I, th- I think they were very good at just doing lingering shots of people looking. Mm. And you're like, oh, God, what are they going to see? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, is it going to be something jumping out or, yeah, you know, yeah. just a bit of a, a bit of a fake? Yeah. And sometimes those went on for ages and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, oh, yeah. God, come on, come on, come on. So that was very good. Um, well filmed. I like the use of the kind of real life with the next to the dollhouse. Yeah. That was quite interesting. Difficult not to get into spoiler territory with this one, actually. Yeah. Should we Mm. give it our stars and then have a little jingle? Let's do that. So, originally I said four out of five. Yeah. I'm going to stick with four out of five. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Wasn't quite the showstopper I... Well, it could have been better. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of in a similar camp. uh, And I'm aware that... This hasn't been the fairest viewing of Hereditary for me because I'd already had it pretty robustly spoiled. But then I think when I went to see Macbeth, I knew what was going to happen in Macbeth and I still came out of it thinking, wow, that was amazing. Exactly. So the fact that you know what's going to happen, although it is a variable, it's not the only variable. Um Also, I think something that doesn't help is you and me, because we're watching it together, some things... Maybe I found funnier that because I, I just knew what conversation we were going to have about them. <laughs> but then saying that, sometimes I like a film, especially a horror film, more because I found it funny and found yeah. some bits a bit silly. Um, I just, it, it's actually kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what wasn't a five for me because yeah. it was very well done. It, it would be hard to correct it, but yeah, yeah, it wasn't quite, wasn't quite there for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, four is a very good score. Four is very strong, and it deserves four. I just think it doesn't quite make the Uh, five. Also, the thing is, it's had so much hype. Mm. Again, that's another disadvantage for it. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's do the jingle, and then we'll we'll spoil it, yeah. Spoil the shit out of it. Yes, we will. (laughs) (laughs) 
also, this is probably a bit unorthodox, but can I just say the ending? What the actual fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I think they lost it at the end. Really? I don't know if you disagree. I thought, oh no, come on guys. I, so it wasn't the King Paimon stuff for me. So I get that they were trying to invoke. So for people who haven't seen this, at the end, they're trying to invoke the spirit who is going to be going into the son Peter's body. Yeah. Yeah, fine. But why was Charlie, the daughter that died, also going into Peter's body as King Paimon? Yeah, I think that was a bit muddied. Um, Paimon definitely went into Charlie first. Yeah. We know that because of the somewhat awkward exposition speech at the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, just to remind you, King Paimon, in case you've forgotten what happened to you, <laughs> you were first of all put in Charlie, but we've sorted that out, and now you're in Peter. Also, what Just to recap for you. What a shit king. Like, what did he do? You know, yeah, yeah. If you're the king of hell, one of the, I mean, one of the eight, maybe he was like the shittest king of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope I'd be doing some really badass shit. Like, I don't think we saw him, even as Charlie, do anything. No, no. It's like the other kings of hell will be like, God, Paimon's not pulling his weight. <laughs> What's he doing? Chopping the head chopping the head off a magpie. <laughs> oh, a living magpie. No, it's already dead. It's already dead. Actually, it wasn't, ki- it wasn't even a magpie, was it? Got the kitchen scissors on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that bit. What are you doing, Lucifer? <laughs> I've been starting wars. I've been, been doing forest fires. What Pyron been doing? Oh, just cut the head off a blue tip. <laughs> yeah, that, that bit didn't quite work for me. Um, I got where they were going with it. It wasn't horrendous. Don't get me wrong. I just thought I was a bit like, oh, mm, bit weak. Especially as the woman then had to explain it to us all. Yeah, including Paimon. Including Paimon, yeah. <laughs> um, another thing, uh, sorry, I'm going a bit negative here. We, we will talk positives as well, but another thing which you pointed out, Ellis, was the bit where, um, so, spoiler, 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 we are in spoiler section. Yeah, we've had the jingle. It's fine. Uh, Charlie dies because she's got a severe nut allergy. Yeah. You were so bang on when you saw her eating peanut M&Ms. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing happened to her. Yeah, Quite earlier, happily. when she's in, I think she's in the treehouse making her, making her little toys. Weird, like, dead animal robots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And blatantly, the sweets she's eating could only be, there's nothing else that looks like that. There there's nothing else M&Ms. that looks like a peanut M&M. Unless in America there is, and we're just not aware of it. Yeah, yeah. But we've both been to America. Yeah, yeah. And I can't think of anything. No, me neither. I um, I actually took quite a dim view, <laughs> if this isn't an <laughs> understatement, of the parenting in this <laughs> yeah. film. Because, first of all, you've got Peter smoking pot at school... Just willy-nilly. Yeah, yeah. Lunch break. But I think I was even a bit more shocked by the fact that 
Charlie is allowed to just walk around and just pull massive chocolate bars out and start <laughs> eating them. And her parents even don't know where this chocolate bars come from. That that's not that's not got nuts in it, has it? Where's, like, where's no. she got it from if she's not got it from you? And they're just like she's like no, and they're like okay, fine. I mean, yeah, everything's yeah. got nuts in it nowadays. Like she could have easily thought it didn't have nuts in it, and it did have nuts in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. And also, like have it after your tea. Well, yeah, <laughs> childhood obesity right there. You I know. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was, but yeah, that was odd. It felt like the mum though was very kind of well. She was a bit kind of, she wasn't involved with them that much. But at the same time, then she was massively over the top. Yeah. Like, yeah. When, you know, when she's freaking out because Charlie's outside with no shoes on. Yeah. But then she's like, go to, a, you know, go to a party with your brother who's like, what, 17? You know, like you don't really send a 13-year-old with a 17-year-old brother to a party, no. do you? I mean, no. Although, i, I got to say, um, Tony Collette was really... Superb. <laughs> <laughs> she she was the only character I sympathised with much. Same, actually. Um, like, I really sympathised with her a lot. Mm. Uh, obviously, she made mistakes, like we just said one of them. Um, sending <laughs> sending Charlie to a, a, a high school party. But I, I felt she was very human. Yeah. And well-meaning and suffering. Whereas everybody else rubbed me up the wrong way. She'd also been through a lot. You yeah, know, yes, like she had. Her, her mum had died and her mum was a bit of a yeah. weirdo and they didn't really get along. Dad had died by starving himself to death. Yeah, I mean, yeah. pretty intense. Brother hung himself, is that right? Yeah, yeah. She hadn't had an easy time of it. Yet she was still really likeable and nice, even though she was a bit... And a success in her field. Yeah. So, yeah, she was a bit kind of eccentric, but... Yeah, I really liked her as well. Yeah. Whereas the husband was a bit... He really annoyed me. Boring. Maybe a French guy. We don't know. No. We I have to I'd... Google that. Yeah, I, so I said to Alice that I thought I'd seen him in another film as a French guy, but we, we never really got to the bottom of that. Maybe we will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was very likable. <laughs> he was not. Um, the level of movie facts you oh get on this podcast. God. You wait, I've got so many more to come. <laughs> some will be incorrect, some will be correct. Who knows? It's like Lucky Dip. Um, even the kids. I didn't really like yeah. either of the kids, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. Um, although I warmed to Charlie a bit because she was obviously, I don't know if they were playing her as maybe uh, had Asperger's or something. Maybe. You know, you, you mm. sort of felt a bit sorry for her when she was just struggling with the world around her. True. I felt sorry for her at the party because she was obviously quite painfully yeah, shy. Yeah. Also, who would wa- you would be at 13 at that party. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I The yeah. music they were playing at that party <laughs> yeah, would quite... be quite quite intense for a, yeah. for a child, I think. And then the poor girl goes to get a piece of cake and dies. So, yeah, that was... Um, we were, oh, we've, gone, we've gone right off track. But yeah, so there, there were so some bits we which... Were t- we were talking about the French dad. We were not likeable. Not not very loving. Like, mm. at the end, when he's saying to her, of course, your mother's headless body's in the attic. Like, I would be more compassionate. Like, obviously, he thinks he, she's insane. Yeah. I would think she's insane. But I think I would be more compassionate to a complete stranger who was that distressed, even if I thought they were delusional. 
I'd at least go and I'd at least say, okay, I'm going to go and have a look. Because then if the dead mother wasn't in the attic, you could go, look, darling, come up. I'm going to show you there's nothing here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but he yeah. was just like, no, oh my God, what, what are you on about? You know. And then when he accuses her of putting the body there, I kind of feel again, like even if it was somebody I didn't know, it'd be, okay, I'm, I'm just going to phone someone because I think we need some help here. So you, you just sit down. Yeah, a little bit of compassion, friends. Yeah, guys. exactly. Come on. Whereas he was sort of angry with her. And wasn't he meant, like they must have had a long, Marriage before this. This, yeah. this must be the person he's closest to in the world. Well, his one kid's like, yeah, like what's 16, 17? It's like they've, they've obviously been together a while. Also, what is it with people putting bodies up in the loft? We had <laughs> yeah. this with Debs the yeah, other day. Yeah. yeah. Again, the smell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is, what is with the bodies in the loft? You would, you would smell it a mile off, I'm sure. One thing I will say about this film is we thought that Debs had a shocker. But I think Tony Collette had a double shocker. Oh God, Deb's had it easy compared to, to compared to Tony. Oh, it was with a bit of holiday for Deb's. <laughs> 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 yeah, poor old Tony Collette. I it, think I think we've started with what we hate. I know we went the wrong way round, really. But I just I just had to get that out. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, but should, it was a good film. Well, should we should we get all our or the pet hates about the okay. film, by the way. Yeah, and good, then we'll, good shout. Um, I think I have two basic responses to nudity. Mm-hmm. Like arousal or amusement. <laughs> there's yeah. no there's no third option of horror. No. So at the end, actually having all these naked people standing around smiling, <laughs> it, it, didn't, it, it just took me out of it and made me what a sort of snigger to you. Well, you were delighted to saw <laughs> the tip of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that sort yeah. of killed the mood for me a bit at the end, having all these naked middle-aged people. That's it. They weren't exactly, you know, I think that, that kind of made it funnier. They weren't kind of the young and the beautiful, were they? No. They were, you know, in their later years. I think the one time it worked as a creepy image, I think because of the lighting, was when he's in the loft. And it's the last thing he sees of those three people, those three naked people. Yeah. Before he thinks, I'm getting out of here, and jumps out of the window. And in the cupboard in the front room as well. Oh, yeah, there was another one. Yeah, yeah. Again, if we're talking pet hate, I mean, it wasn't a pet hate, because I I, I didn't hate it, but when she was, when um, Tony Collette, we can't be bothered to learn her name in the show, it's Charlie, Peter, and Tony Collette. But there was one bit where she's like behind Peter, well, a few times, and she's like up in, up in the corner of the room. It was a bit crouching tiger, hidden dragon for me. When she flew off. When she flew point. off. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I just, I didn't hate it. I thought they could have done that slightly differently. Like maybe having a scuttle across the yeah. wall. Yeah. We love a good like, scuttle in ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was fine. I wasn't like really angry about it. I just thought, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Other than that, I think, yeah, that's probably, that was probably my only real bugbears about the film. Other than that, I actually thought it was a good watch and I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I, th- I think the only thing that's holding me back from giving it five stars are there are a couple of bits that I found comical at the end. Actually, yeah. I wonder if they should, 
So parts of the end were really effective. When she was banging her head against the ceiling. Oh, yeah, that was freaky. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. Um, when she somehow got in the loft by magic. Oh, yeah. And floated up into the air and cut her own head off. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, that was good horror movie moment. Yeah, that was yeah. extraordinary. I like that. Um, I wonder... Um, her headless body floating up into the treehouse. I like that bit as well. Okay, you like. Yeah, that I like bit. that bit. That that was weird. I thought I that was borderline comical. But and you mm. even said, "Oh, just floating off without a head." <laughs> but maybe I, I do like that mix with horror films, though, of a little bit of kind of you find it so silly, it's almost funny. Yeah. I, I, and I know I don't really make sense because I said the one bit of flying wasn't to my taste, yet that bit of flying was bang on. But. I don't know. I think it was just more eerie with when she was going up without her head really slowly. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I just preferred that. It was borderline for me, but it wasn't bad. I wonder if they should have just had him going up into the treehouse and they're all there with the shrine. Yeah. And not really explained it so much. Because that would have been a really freaky ending. Not talk about Paimon. Yeah. 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 As, I, as I'm sure you're aware, Paimon. <laughs> <laughs> Paimon, let yeah. me just tell you about yourself. It's yeah. like, this is your life, Paimon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wonder if they'd left that off. Like, some people would have complained yeah. it needed interpretation. But we knew what was basically going on. There was The grandma had set in motion stuff to summon a demon and put it in a body. And it was in the book about Paimon. Yeah, yeah. So we, we kind of had a bit of a clue. I, I think, actually, if they'd spoken more about what the grandma did, that might have made it easier. Like, if earlier on they someone had said more about what the grandma was doing or planning, because mm. that didn't unravel very much. You know, maybe Joni could have said something about that earlier on. I don't know. I don't know how that would have worked, but just in the last scene, it was all a bit much. And then to pull Charlie into the mix as well. And, yeah. Right yeah. at the end, it was a little bit... Okay. Before you go, yeah, <laughs> we'll tell you what's been going on. Um, ooh, something else, a minor thing I didn't like. I thought not enough time elapsed between Tony Collette being very excited that she's found a way to talk to Charlie again. You know, she's doing the seance, she can communicate with her, and feeling like she needs to burn the book to end the spell. I felt like we needed to sit there. I, I almost feel like... um that should have spanned more of the film and we should have seen bad things happening in the house. I absolutely agree. It it was literally like, oh, yeah, I'm really happy. We can talk to Charlie. Then almost the next scene, she's like, oh, God, what have I done? Let's burn this book so we can't speak to Charlie anymore. And I don't think there'd been enough to justify that about face. It was all very quick, wasn't it? She went to the seance with Joni. Yeah. And then she sort of tried it. And then suddenly it was all... It was really quick. Whereas the first bit of the film had been quite slow moving. Yeah. Which was good because it was kind of eerie. And then you suddenly had, this is what's going on. Let's try everything. Everyone's dying and weird things are happening everywhere. And I agree. I think they could have made that a bit more slower, built it up. Also, like the husband was sort of making out like he didn't buy any of it. Yet he'd seen some really weird stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Which I was a bit like, that would have been better if it had been more subtle early on. And the husband could have been like, no, it's not that. It's just, you know, you're imagining it. But, you know, he saw a candle, like, explode. He saw a lot of weird things going on. And yet he 
thought she was nuts. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, pacing. Yeah. Pacing. Pacing. Bit funny. I think, and I think if they'd moved things around a bit, there would have been room for a good meaty sort of middle act between making contact with Charlie and them realising, or Tony Collette realising, that this isn't a blessing, it's a curse, mm. something's bad. Scene I loved, actually, though, um, on the other side of it, was when they had the car accident. And there's a long bit there where you just see Peter's face. Yeah, And I yeah. love that bit because it kind of really made you empathise with him and go, imagine if that happened to you. Because it was the sort of thing, yes, it would be a bit odd, but could happen. You know, someone has um, anaphylactic shock. I'm presuming that's what she had. You know, you're driving. They stick their head out the window. You're driving madly to get to the hospital. Boom, head off. I mean, it would be extreme, but it, it's sort of it's an accident that could happen. Yeah, and you'd yeah. just be there thinking, what? You know, your world's ending. So, yeah, I really like that scene. And that was uncomfortable. They kept that yeah. going. And when after that, when he went home, and the mum wakes up the next day and she's talking and she's about to go out and you know that she doesn't know yet and you're just waiting for her to find out and then she finds the body in the car because he's completely oh. shell-shocked. So he's been trying to drive Charlie to hospital because her throat's closing up. She's got her head out of the window because she's trying to get some air. He, I think, sees a dead animal in the road and swerves to avoid crashing because he's speeding. She gets de- decapitated by a, um, a telegraph post at the side of the road. And he's so stunned and shell-shocked, he just drives home, gets out of the car with her headless body in the car and um, goes to bed. And actually, one thing, one of the many great performances by Tony Collette mm. is when she is telling Joni what it felt like to find her body in the car. And that was really powerful because... You can already imagine how horrible it'd be. And that's why that scene where you just hear her screaming when she discovers it is so awful. But when she's describing it, she says, first I could smell something was wrong. Mm. And then I saw her body and she's describing it. She's even saying, and the little hands and the little fingernails. It's really, really heart-rending stuff. She does another good one like that when she's in the um, like AA meeting for people who've lost a loved one. And she starts talking about her mother and then they're all really quiet and just letting her talk. And then she starts talking about all the other stuff that's happened in her life. And again, just really realistic, I thought. Yeah, just yeah. brilliant performance. Um, yeah, if she didn't get the Oscar, she should have done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Some of the best acting I can think of, to be honest, in any any film. Yeah, I think really it's strong. Brilliant. Well... What else did we love? Because we loved a lot. We did. We? we we really enjoyed it. I mean, four out of five. Yeah, yeah. That's you know. That's I think we've only, we've only led on the complaints because it's such a an acclaimed film. Yeah, and in general, it was a good film with a nice plot, really good acting. Not a lot to complain about. There were just these little bits, which, like you said, I think in a strong film, you probably tend to focus on the negatives unless you absolutely adored it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I. I think that's probably the, that was probably the main bits for me. Well, shall we move on to Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, we I'm shall. excited. Oh, we shall. Well, so and what are we going to go for? It's your turn to guess first. Okay, I'm going to go for seventy-eight. Wow. Hmm. So I think this is a film that people like more than us. 
Okay. Yeah. And I, I think you. it's going to be 96. Oh, that's high. Yeah, that is high. Okay. Well, I'm pulling it up now. Drum roll. Okay. So the tomato meter or thermometer. Tomatometer. <laughs> <laughs> the thermometer. The thermometer. <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. So that says eighty nine percent. Really? So I think we call that a draw. Ish, yeah. I think you when you slightly did you slightly win, but anyway. I, I think neither yeah. of us was close enough to call a victory no. on that one. You were, in, we you were in the 70s. I was in the 90s. It was in the 80s. Brilliant. Should we have a bit of a critic's consensus? Yeah, let's have a look. This is where I spend about an hour trying to find the, the bit. Oh, no, got it. Tomato. Okay. Incredibly dull and disturbing. Hereditary is a poorly made horror film. That's not the critic's consensus. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. You know what I did? I went straight to splodge. Oh, you were... <laughs> straight to splodge. I was so excited. Love the splodge. Right. No, the grid. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, okay. Hereditary uses its classic setup as the framework for a harrowing and commonly unsettling horror film whose cold touch lingers long beyond the closing credits. I, th- I think that's quite fair, to be honest. I think so. Yeah. And I think what made it, I think what makes it one that lingers in your mind is just poor Tony Collette. Yeah. Her performance and how much she suffers. And that, do you know, that's a really sad bit where she's trying to get her husband to destroy the book. Mm. She thinks she's going to catch fire when he throws the book in the fire because they're linked. That was and good. Yeah. And she's telling him how much she loves him. And she's that, so uncomfortable. You can tell she doesn't really want to do it because she knows what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But she needs to do it for Peter. Yeah. And he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He, he looks like he wants to go to bed. He does. It's really sad. <laughs> he looks like he can't be bothered yeah, for yeah. most of the film, to be fair. But... I didn't like him. Um, I thought Peter needed to pull his socks up. Yeah. But I, I did like Tony Collette quite a lot. She's, yeah, she stole the show. Well, do you want to slodge? Because you yeah, know, that, look, is, look. that is my favourite thing to do, apparently. Yep. I'll go to a different one than the one I started to read. <laughs> I think I think we had the uh, the gist you got of that the one. Gist, yeah. didn't you? Uh... Okay, this is, a, this is a good one. Want to feel bad? Want to feel like you've wasted the precious limited amount of time that you've got on this planet? Want to watch a dumpster fire of a movie that has good cinematography? Well then, watch Hereditary. You'll feel bad and wonder why anyone rated this pretentious pile of garbage higher than one star on this website. Not only is this movie stupid, but it's incredibly dull and the opposite of what the world needs right now. Wow. Whose review is that? Someone called Dale. Oh, I think you and the user reviews. Oh, for God's sake. Winning at this, am I? At all. At all. Well, that's what Dale thought, anyway. So, anyway. Wouldn't it be amazing if Dale's listening? And Dale's like, wow, shout out to me. Yeah. 
Talking of shout-outs. Talking shout of shout-outs. Well, let's have the splodge and then I'll finish right. with the shout-outs. Well, I'm not confident now where the splodge is, actually. Critics' reviews, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe I just went too far. Yeah, the user reviews will be under the critics' You're right. reviews. Oh, you know so much about this. Okay, scrolling. Scrolling. Oh, no. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm on to some sort of YouTube. Oh, God. Nana strikes again. Okay, so... Andrew Galdi from Movie Bitches. <laughs> oh, oh that, that reputable journal of opinion. <laughs> Bitches has said, this was so stupid to me. Absolute utter nonsense. <laughs> Thanks, bitches. Do you reckon all their reviews are like that? And that's why they're called Movie Bitches. <laughs> well, funnily enough, the next review by um, Avariel Halley, also from Movie Bitches, said... I found it interesting enough. <laughs> <laughs> Damned with faint praise. So, yeah, who knows? Should we have one more splodge? One more splodge, okay. Hereditary falters at the finish line. Not only are the last 20 minutes desperate and disciplined, but the actions on screen don't tingle the spine. I think I know what he's getting at there. The actions on screen don't, don't tingle, tingle the, the spine. spine. Okay. I think he's right, actually. In a, in a way that it is a good film, but the the last, the end bit just isn't quite... I wouldn't oh. go as far as the last 20 minutes, though. Last 10. How long were they in the treehouse? I don't know, for? I was trying to think, maybe five. It's <laughs> <laughs> two and a half. Yeah. Let's call it three. Yeah, I think all the time they're in the treehouse at the end, that doesn't work for me so much. No. And that was Jeff York from Creative Screenwriting. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's right. do our shout outs. Shout outs. So, for a bit of context, rather desperately on Twitter, <laughs> I said, if anyone retweets my podcast, I will give you a shout-out in episode two. And then I forgot to do it in episode two. Poor show. Um, but at least they're getting the shout-out now when we've sorted out the sound quality issues. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, so, who have we got, Han? Well, first up, we've got at Pancake Joji, Joji, Amy Boss Baby. Thank you for the retweet. And second, we've got at Morgan Scorpion, Julia Morgan. Cheers, Julia. Thank you, Julia, for the retweet. And then last, but by no means least, we have Rain McCormack at Rain McCormack. Who is um, the writer-director of one of my favourite films from 2019, which is The Village in the Woods. Nice. Which um, I'm going to make you watch... Yeah, I've podcasts. yet to watch it, but I'm very excited. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll well, be coming I'm, up on a future episode. Yeah, I'm excited to be watching it again as well. All right, well, I think that's all from me. I think that's all from me. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Tune in next time for more... Midweek Horror. Don't get scared now. <laughs> <laughs>